0: Thanks for listening to the Eat Drink Fun Beverage Study Podcast. Ciao, ragazzi. Today's grape is Sangiovese. Sangiovese is the principal red wine grape in Tuscany. It's used to produce wines that span the entire spectrum of quality. Sangiovese is the only grape permitted for Brunello di Matacino. It's also the basis for blends for Chianti, Vino Nobile di Montepicciano, and the majority of Super Tuscan wines. Sangiovese's name comes from the Latin Sanguis Jovis, or the blood of Jove, Jove being the other name for Jupiter, who is king of the gods in ancient Rome. Sangiovese's origin is Tuscany. As to its lineage, 2004 research indicates that its parents are Cigliaggolo and Calabrese Montenuovo. It was rare or almost unknown until 1700. It is the parent of several southern Italian grapes, including Frappato, Gaglioppo, Narello Mascalese, and Pericone. Where is it produced today? Well, Italy naturally produces the most at 70,000 hectares. That's about 150,000 acres. The main regions are quite familiar, Chianti Classico and Brunello de Montalcino. In Argentina, they grow 2,300 hectares, or about 5,000 acres. In Corsica, 1,300 hectares, or about 3,000 acres. And in the U.S., specifically California, there's about 800 hectares or 1,900 acres. As to the laws, Chianti has eight subzones. The DOC legal requirements include the following. For Chianti, six months of aging. For a Chianti Montespertoli, it's nine months. For Chianti Classico and Rafina, it's one year of aging. For a Superiore, it's one year. And for a Reserva, it's two years. Finally, for a Gran Selezione, it's two and a half years of aging. For Brunello di Montalcino, the grape variety must be 100% Sangiovese Grosso. There are three quality levels. Rosso di Montalcino must be aged 14 months. Brunello di Montalcino must be aged two years in oak and three years in the bottle. For Brunello di Montalcino Reserva, it's two years in oak and then four years in the bottle. Some producers only make the Reserva when that vintage has been really exceptional. As to viticulture, Sangiovese is thin-skinned, making it susceptible to rot in cold, damp years. It is slow and late ripening. The vines are highly vigorous. In cool years, you can get wines that are really high in acidity and have very hard tannins. Overproduction accentuates the acidity, it lightens the color, and it makes the wine prone to oxidation and browning at a young age. Modern wine practices include increased vine density lower yields per vine better clones more appropriate rootstocks, lower vine training systems small oak barrels more suitable varietals for blending and different temperatures and lengths of fermentation all of these things are intended to put a little more meat on Sangiovese's bones it's preferred soils it adapts well to really a variety of soils the presence of limestone accentuates the most attractive qualities of the grape. These are low-vigor, calcareous soils. Chianti Classico, uh, the usual soil, is galestro, or soft marl. For Montalcino and Chianti, the soil is albarese, or sandstone. In most cases, Sangiovese is blended with other grapes to add balance, body, softness, and texture. Traditionally, those grapes include canaiolo, Chili Mamolo, Colorino, and the white grapes Malvasia and Trebbiano. Within the last several decades, Cabernet Sauvignon has become the foundation for famous wines known as Super Tuscans. Should be noted that Cabernet cannot exceed 15% of the blend. Appearance. Chianti is light ruby with slight garnet tones. It's got medium plus to medium concentration. The concentration and color may be darker based on which grapes were used in the blend. For Brunello, it is dark ruby with a garnet rim variation with medium plus concentration. As to aromas, talking a medium intensity of aromas, the fruit includes tart red fruit like sour cherry, raspberry, cranberry, and red currant, red tree fruit like red apple, and dark fruit like black cherry and mulberry. For florals, we're talking dried flowers and potpourri. On the herbal and green characteristics, we have oregano, tomato leaf, fennel, rosemary, savory herbs, thyme, marjoram, camphor, and bitter root. For spice, we're talking clove, smoke, coffee, and oak spices. For other aromas, we're talking sweet balsamic, sweet tobacco, sanguine or blood, animal, leather, and tar. For earth, medium to medium high minerality, clay, crushed rocks, and baked earth. As to oak, Chianti can be unoaked or at least it uses large neutral casks called boti. They're five to six hectoliters each, that's about 132 to 158 gallons, and there is a potential for mixing with some French oak barriques. Chianti DOCG may not see any oak, but Chianti Classico and Reserva DOCG are definitely aged in oak. Some old-school Chianti producers still use chestnut barrels, but for a long time now, oak is the preferred wood, and usually it's neutral Slavonian oak, which has compact, tight-grain fibers that render sweet aromas and enable long maturation with low oxidation. Note, Slavonia is the eastern inland part of Croatia. For Brunello, we're talking, again, large, neutral botti with a possible mix of some French oak barriques, depending on the producer. Also note, classical examples of both Chianti and Brunello do not show any significant use of new wood. On the palate, Chianti is bone dry to dry. Acidity is medium plus to high. Tannin is medium plus to high. Alcohol is medium to medium plus. Body is medium to medium plus. For Brunello, it's bone dry to dry, acidity is medium plus to high, tannin is medium to high, it's velvetier uh, the older it gets, alcohol is medium plus, and the body is full. Distinguishers and Tells. Brunello de Montalcino can be confused with either Tempranillo or Merlot from the right bank of Bordeaux. As to Tempranillo, Brunello will have higher acid and tannins, and it's aged mostly in neutral barrels. Tempranillo is usually aged in American oak, which not only softens it, but also presents a little more vanilla aroma. Now, in contrasting Brunello to Merlot, Brunello has a little greener, more raw tannin. Merlot's tannins will be softer and smoother from the new French oak. Brunello is also leaner, whereas Merlot is a little bit fleshier in the mid-palate, and finally, Brunello can exhibit volatile acidity. Those are aromas of acetone, vinegar, or paint thinner. But it is rarely affected by brettanomyces That's that funky barnyard smell. Merlot is the opposite. You're more likely to have Brett and less likely to have VA. As to top producers, for Chianti Classico, you can consider Fonterutoli or Fontodi. And specifically from Fontori, you can consider Flaccionello della Pieve. For Brunello del Montecino, you can consider Biondi Santi or Conti Costanti. And of course, for your Super Tuscans, you have Tignanello from Antinori and Sassicaia. As to pairings, the high acidity and moderate alcohol of Sangiovese make it very food-friendly. You can always consider red sauces, pasta and pizza dishes, steak Fiorentina, and dishes with herbs like basil, thyme, and sage. For Brunello, you can consider game, red meat, and aged cheeses. And that does it for this overview of Sangiovese. If you have a favorite bottle or producer, please let me know. Also, if you have any feedback on today's content, you can hit me up at EatDrinkFun on Twitter and Instagram. You can also send me an email at info at Please rate and review if you are so inclined. It helps a lot. Music credits go to Josh Lippi and the Overtimers, to Track Tribe, and to my sister Jana for the drum solos. Thank you very much. Until next time, remember to eat well, drink better, and always have fun.